Father, in the name of Jesus, we just say thank you. We say thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your mercy. But we especially say thank you for everything that you are and everything that you're doing in us. Because you are the king of glory. You manifest yourself in so many different ways. And we just yield ourselves resting in the fact that you know all, you are all, and you are the king of glory. You're manifesting so many different ways. But when you come, we can see it, we can feel it, we can know it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. got to show you what glory looks like. I did a murder workshop yesterday. And God's glory manifests itself. And there was this mother and father that had lost a child. So I always say, Holy Spirit, what do you want to do with that? He said, I want to heal it. So I took this young lady and her husband. They were holding hands to a place. Know what it was called? Glory. I asked God, would he mind manifesting himself to this husband and wife so they could feel the peace of God? So not only did they feel the peace of God, but God told them something. Your child is with me. He's safe. And you will see him again. Now this wasn't a thought. This was a word. She said, I heard him say. And guys, all I can say is, the woman was totally different. Totally different. I mean, she lit up. You could see the light on her face. To, you know, to know where your child is and who he's with and what he's doing. He's safe. You will see him again. So as it was time for us to leave, <laughs> the glow was still there. And I was telling my wife, I became a celebrity because she wouldn't let me leave. She and her husband grabbed me. And they said, can we take a picture with you? <laughs> now they were from uh, Atlanta and she said can I get your, 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 your ministry name so I can see you so I can see what you teach what you do because I've never encountered anything like that can I tell you a secret it wasn't me it was his glory it was another young lady and she had a single mom she's a single mom and she was holding a child and when it came time for her to have hands laid on her, she was so busy holding the child. And that told me something about her. 
told me that I, I'm the mom and I have to take care of this child. Because some people had said some things and done some things. So she had to be protective. But the God of glory showed up. Who, who did she hand the child to, honey? A lady to her left. She handed the child over. I said, would you mind handing your child over? And this lady on the left came up and took the child. I heard God say on the inside, this glory. He says, uh, you got to deal with her self-worth. Because they have put her down because she's a single mom. But she could have made a lot of choices. But her choice was, I'm going to keep this child. And when I went to speak to her spirit and said, you're not a mistake and neither is your child. She hit the floor. But what God told me about me, because he's the king of glory. He says, Paul, I'm increasing your anointing of compassion. Now, I thought I cried enough. <laughs> so, Father, in the name of Jesus, I, I'm just going to ask you to stand up right where you are. If God is dealing with you about compassion, he wants to put it on the inside of you. You think that's you, just stand up. I'm going to pray for you right where you are. I, I hadn't even started the message because this is the message. It's glory. I see. I see. I see. I see. I see. Now, what's different about this is that you won't have to do more. Because when glory comes on the inside, when compassion comes on the inside, you no longer think about yourself. You think about the person you're dealing with, the person that you're looking at. You hear things about them that they haven't even spoken. You can feel and sense their pain. But the thing about compassion is it has the answer. So you don't have to wonder what shall I say. When you get there, you will know what to do. When you get there, you'll know what to say. So, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, that same anointing that you increased on the inside of me yesterday is the same anointing that I am releasing right now to your people. And, and if you watch, I know you're watching. You're watching all over the world. Just receive the prayer if he's telling you that he's increasing your compassion. So, Father, I thank you that I bind strife and division. I bind fear that says I have to know what to do. And I loosen your glory. And your glory is in every place at all the time. But it is constantly telling, sharing, and doing things on the inside of us. We won't have to figure it out. We'll just operate in it. And I call it done right now in Jesus' name. Amen. You can have a seat. But if you do me a favor, whatever you're dealing with, whatever is on your phone, just write down 1026. And what's the date of the day? 12. 12. Okay, so 11, 12, 23 at 1026. Always write down, because the person who writes, who has the most data, is the one who wins. When you go to a court of law, they're looking for who has the most data. Accuracy. So when the devil tells you, he says, hey, you can't help this person. You say, no, you don't understand. On 11, 12, 23 at 1026, I have compassion. I'm not trying to get what I have. And then you just move on. Amen? All right, so y'all ready to pray? Okay, all right. <laughs> okay, let, let's continue our teaching on God's timing. By understanding God's perfect timing, we'll discover how he blesses our efforts. How many of us want our efforts blessed? And leads us to, a, to the right place at the right time. 
How, how many of y'all know when you, you're in the right place, but it's at the wrong time? It don't work well, does it? But, but you try to fix it, though, don't we? We try to fix it. And so we're going to dive into the message, and let's open our hearts to receive the wisdom found in this word. The wisdom that's found in this word. So, Father, we come before you with an open heart and minds eager to learn and grow in our understanding of your divine timing. Not our timing, your timing. And we just want to say thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. So one of the things, and, and I'm just giving you quick numbers, because I don't do reviews to view. Because I, I remember I used to do reviews, but then I realized something. You should have been here. Oh, did, did I say that? Is that what Ergo said? Did I say that? So God is a God of order. We talked about that. God gives us today. What, what day? Today. today. God created a timing for everything, a time for everything. You, you don't plant watermelon in wintertime. God has our time, God has our timetable, but reveals parts. He never shows, tells us everything. He gives us a piece in the part. Because what, what would we do if he gave us everything at once? Oh, freeze. Why you say freeze? It might come in your way. She ain't know it, but it is. <laughs> Why would we freeze, Nicole? like me um you can get overwhelmed okay. easily especially okay. if he show you the whole picture because uh -huh. okay. you feel like you gotta make this whole picture happen right okay. now okay okay awesome awesome yes sir it might come your way why god shows us pieces and parts well i, I think he, he does that so that we don't get ahead of ourselves because okay. if we have it all then maybe we don't think we have to do anything else okay okay all right okay all right anybody else all right, so let's go with God will bless our efforts. How many of us want our efforts blessed? Because have we experienced doing things without his blessing? It, it, it's tough, isn't it? Man, I'm telling you, you just figuring out what in the world are you going to do? Lord Jesus, help me. So in Galatians chapter 6, verse 9 through 10 in the message says, So let's not allow ourselves to get fatigued doing good at the right time. We will harvest a good crop if we don't give up or quit. How, how, many, of how many of us are fussed at something we're working on? Everybody raised their hand. Everybody raised their hand. And, and, and why are we fussing at it? What are we saying? What are we saying to it when we're fussing at it? Come on now. <laughs> what else we say? Anybody? No, no, see, I'm, I'm going to check, see where y'all going to be honest. Anybody be cussing at y'all stuff? Raise your hand if you're cussing at your stuff. See, see, we got some honest Christians in here. And you see how the other Christians that didn't raise their hand looking at you. <laughs> and and, and y'all know the way they're looking at you, they saying, I can't believe you raised your hand. That's what they say. <laughs> they're not surprised by it, but they're looking at you and saying, I, I, man, I wouldn't have done that. But at, at the right time, we will harvest. But see, the thing about faith is we don't know when to harvest. We don't work on something. We're going to do what we're supposed to do. But we just don't know when it's going to harvest. But, but y'all check this. I love this. I, I read this to curl on the way, way here. And it says, right now, therefore, every time we get the chance, let us work for the benefit of all. Here's the key word right here, guys. Y'all read this last scripture with me. Starting with the people closest to us in the community of faith. What does that mean, guys? We're supposed to start with the church. 
And, and when I say the church, I'm talking about the body of believers. We're supposed to be sure to help them first. I mean, that's what it's saying, right? People closest to us in the community of faith. When you see your sister or brother and you can tell they got sadness on them. You can tell that they hurt. You can tell that they need love. They need encouragement. You're supposed to talk to them. Whatever you are just a little late about that breakfast appointment that you got. Do you have time enough to say something to somebody else? Encourage them? Tell them that it's going to be okay? And listen. See, sometimes all people want is somebody to listen to them. Anybody ever felt like that? But somebody talk over them. You need to know the Lord Jesus. How, how come you're not using your faith? <laughs> you, you, you ready to say something? Go ahead. Give her a mic. Give her a mic. She, she started moving in the chair. Come on over there. What, 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 what you got to say? No, when people respond to you like that, you're like, duh. Okay, okay. I didn't come to you for that. Okay, there it is. There it is. <laughs> I, I just want to make sure we get an understanding of that. The people closest to us in the community of faith. Check on them every day and then. Instead of you telling them how you doing, won't you ask them how they doing? Uh-oh. People ask me, Pastor, you never uh, say anything about you. I say, because people don't listen. They want me to listen to them. <laughs> that, that, that ought to, I mean, that ought to be pretty, you know, why is he always quiet around people? Because I know you want to talk about you. <laughs> <laughs> Let me move on, because God will bless our efforts. Okay, can it move on? It's okay for me to move on? She says, it's okay for me to move on. In Proverbs chapter 10, verse 4, in the New King James Version, it says, He who has a slack, slack hand becomes poor, but the hand of the diligent maketh rich. Where the frustration comes is those who know that we got a hand that works on things, we still want it to come to pass faster than God is willing to allow it to. So we think it's not working. Well, why should I continue to do this? I mean, I've been doing this for a while. And I don't see no difference. Well, how long did it take us to get in credit in, in, in money problem? Did it take a day or two? How long did it take? Six months ago. Six months ago somebody said, still working on it. You're not the only one. Some people over here think the same way, feel the same way. Still working on it. But we want the miraculous when we didn't do what God told us to do. I'm just talking about, so, but his word says that if you got a slack hand, it's going to lead to poverty. Now, what's a slack hand? Let's talk about what the hand is. What's a slack hand? Y'all, y'all get, just raise your hand. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. What's a slack hand? When you're supposed to show up for work at, at nine, what time you show up? <laughs> oh, nine and one. <laughs> nine thirty. Oh, yes, ma'am. Uh, slack hand, you don't want to work. Don't want to work? Okay. And yeah, instead of 901, you show up at 11. Okay, show up at 11. See? See? Okay. Ooh, y'all was surprised by that. And, and, and what about lunchtime? You, you got an hour for lunch? Wait, wait, how much you take? An hour and a half? Because just because nobody said anything about it, you think you're getting away with it. But, but see, what I want to talk about is what God does. He's consistent with his word. If that's slack, Something's going to happen behind that. Don't understand what I'm saying? Somebody said, but they didn't have them saying anything yet. Some people, God will give us grace until grace runs out. See, the thing about, about grace is you don't know when it runs out. You know when it happens. I should have. I, I, I wish I. Finish the sentence. I wish I what? 
wouldn't have done that. If I had only known, <laughs> you knew when you did it. All right, go ahead. Somebody got it. Go, go ahead. Yeah, about being slack, I think sometimes, and I'm guilty of this, um, you pace yourself so that you don't go as quickly as you should. Okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. And, and you see those in the, in the store lines, right? When, when, you know, you got a line and, and this line got one person in it and this person got 15 people and then all of a sudden, you know, you see that person with one person slowing up trying to take the whole time just so that one person will, will get, because I don't want to get to all these people over here. Somebody had the hand up. Yes, ma'am, Nicole. One of the definitions of slack said um, being treacherous. Okay. So Ooh. you are trying to, and being fraudulent. Okay. So maybe you, you clock in at 9 01, but uh -huh. you're not doing no work till Ooh, 11 o'clock. There it is. No, she didn't. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> but that's still being seen. Let me keep going. Let's talk about Paul. I'm not talking about this Paul. I'm talking about Paul in the Bible. So, so let's see how God blessed his efforts. Committed to spreading the gospel. Committed. What does that mean? I'm going to do it one day and won't do it for six more weeks. Or committed means I'm consistent. If something changed your life, are you telling people about it? So when Jesus, God changed your life, are you telling people about it? Do, do you invite them to church? Hey Amen. I heard two people. <laughs> but he's committed. So God can bless what you committed to. If you're not committed to it, uh oh, I'm going to move over on this side. Now, it results in the blessings of God's guidance. So what Paul did, he asked God for help. What, would you, what do you want me to do? Who do you want me to talk to? What do you want me to read? How do you want me to pray? Do you want me to rest now? But, but if God told us to rest and we're not ready to, what are we going to do? What excuse we come up with? Huh? Say what? I'm not finished yet. Okay. But, but he's telling us rest because what, what do you know about us? We need rest. How many of us get ugly when we, 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 we everybody in here ought to raise their hand. They get snappy. But he already told us to rest. All right, let's see what else Paul, happened with Paul where God is blessing his effort. Spiritual growth. See, you can read the word, but are you open to receive the word? Because we got a mindset. Our mindset says, well, I'm reading such and such. I'm reading Proverbs chapter what? what, what what's the day? 12. I'm going to read the 12, but God is telling us, I, I want you to read over here for a moment. Do, do we argue with God because he, he, he's not following our plan? Okay, y'all spiritual. He's instrumental in the, the Christian church expansion. So we're part of the Christian church. So see, when we talk about legacy, we got to think about how far back this goes. So we are experiencing what Paul had already started to plan when he got involved in Christianity. So he's in glory now, but the fact that God blessed his efforts, see, our efforts will continue past us. Because we're in glory, we, we, we only see those things that are spiritual. You can't see whether somebody got a raise. If you're in glory, you're not thinking about somebody getting a raise. You're thinking about what is their spiritual life like. You get excited when you see a person get saved, get born again. See, you can see those things for glory. But that, that, that money stuff? Mm. Number six, 
God promotes us. Uh oh. How, how many of us believe for a promotion? Well, what if I say, God, you, you, you gave me compassion, but I don't want that. I, I want something else. He just promoted me. He just promoted the people that stood up. But what is it going to look like? Do we have to know it all? Can, can we take a step at a time? But how many of us want to yard jump it? But what did we miss when we yard jumped it? What did we miss? We missed a couple steps. Was it important what was in each step? Somebody say possibly. Is that what? All right, so God promotes us. But, but now I wanted to look at what hinders those promotions. Because everybody want to know that, right? You want to know how come you didn't get that raise? How come you didn't get that extra bonus? Well, let's find out. Lack of faith. Don't trust in God's plan and time. So what are we going to do if we don't trust in his plan? We're going to do ours. The thing about ours, we didn't even ask him about it. Because, see, we tried to sneak and do it. The God of the universe, you can see everything about us. The trees you don't want to talk about. The trees back up grinning, laughing. Lack of faith. Don't trust in God's timing or his plan. God, this is what I want to do. Now, if you can figure it out, figure it out, you just let me know, but I'm going to go with this plan. God said, wait, and what we say? Well, well, wait a minute now. I done waited long enough. So would that create a hindrance to God's plan? Disobedience, unresolved sin, or disobedience to God's command. He's telling us what to do. Well, what happened if that promotion has to do with the fact we got to apologize to somebody? <laughs> Was that a great? <laughs> what, what happened is he's telling us to forgive somebody. And it might not be a person on the job, but a person in our life. We didn't, know, we didn't like what they said. We didn't like what they did. So God is telling us we need to forgive that person. He might not include the fact that your promotion is tied to that forgiveness. Should he have to? Or is it that what he's telling us to do anyway? We're supposed to forget, live a forgiving life. And then set boundaries. Say set boundaries. Set boundaries. So he's not telling us we got to go get it again. Stop trying to think that you can fix everybody. Turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor. Neighbor, stop thinking you can fix everybody. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm a man a little bit. Because is it for their good or yours? <laughs> can I matter a little bit? Nicole, can I matter a little bit? Is it there for their good or yours? Do you just like to change them because you want them to be like you? Or you want to change them because it's for what's best for them? Okay. <laughs> I'm telling you. How you feel when somebody trying to change you? Is, is there a resistance? Is there another side to you? How many of y'all got another side when somebody trying to change you? <laughs> I, I want two over on this side, two on this side. Tell me what that side is like. Yeah, you're free to talk. I got Mike coming over here, somebody over here. Don't let me have to lose the anointing over here now. But, but let me go over here. Okay, Planted like a tree of water, um, uh, like a tree beside some water. Uh -huh. I'm not moving. You're not, ooh, there it is. Okay, all right, all right, you heard it. What about this side? All right, Will. Will not the only one on this side. <laughs> um, everybody's heard of the look. Uh, oh, it's the look. I have the intense look. Okay. And when I have that look, people want to like, the okay. Other way. Okay. They want okay. to go the other way. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Anybody else on this side? 
Y'all not ready? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, do with the mic. No, it's not cool. Oh, no, no, you ready? You ready? <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> Go ahead. Um, what, 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 what do you like when you like that? Some words. Okay, okay. Some things might okay. get projectile. Okay, like okay. thrown. Okay, okay, all right. Yeah. All right, okay. But you make sure you throw their phone because you don't want to break yours, right? No, we not throwing phones. That's oh. too expensive. Okay, we just okay, throwing okay. stuff so, so that you select can kind of okay. know. Okay, all right. You know. She said, I'm selecting what don't, I throw. Yeah, I'm not breaking okay. Yeah, okay. my stuff or yours. Okay, or, okay, all right. Okay. You know. Okay, all right. But you can get the point. Okay. Anybody on this side? I got one in the back. What is it? How do you respond when, when you don't like what somebody's trying to get you to change? What do you do with that? I do the opposite of what they want me to do. Oh, oh, come on now, come on. Give, give, give me an example. I, I mean, you know, you, you, you can just go way back. You don't have to go present time. Um, let's say when I was in school, the teacher say, stop talking to me, good. Okay. What are you going to do, Tamika? Keep talking. Dirty right there. But, but Tamika, you would go louder, though, wouldn't you? I would probably draw a little bit of attention. Okay, okay, okay. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right. Okay. All right, all right. All right, let's see. We're talking about what in this promotion. <laughs> so you didn't get a star that day. Yeah. There, yo, 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 you didn't get the star? <laughs> what, what are the little sticky things they put on you? What, was it a star back then? Okay, okay. So you didn't get promoted in that area. Let's see what else happened. Impatient. Seeking shortcuts to take matters into our own hands. You, you ever try to build something? Didn't read the instructions. Every man in here ought to raise their hand. <laughs> what is about instructions we don't like? Because somebody telling us what to do? Is that what it is? Then you got to tear it all down. And <laughs> <laughs> Michelle in here? I, I remember when, when, were we married then? When, when, when I had to put Michelle's desk together. Yeah, it was a Christmas time. Yeah, my wife and I, we were married, and we I went down to Cortland. And, and I, I like it. You know, Christmas at Cortland because they're cooking all the time and you get to eat all the time. And, and, and you know, they leave you alone. See, I would have, you know, when CDs was out, I would take a big stack of movies when, when I was going down there for Christmas. Because what happened, Corey, is they stayed in the kitchen talking. So I got to look at all my movies, my stack of movies. Okay? And, and, and Michelle had a gift. It was a desk. And, and the desk was nice, nice desk, you know. I'm impressing the family. I didn't read the instructions. <laughs> I mean, Paul, I suppose, been like this, we're like this. So finally, after about three hours, I almost took an hour if I had to read the instructions. So what ended up happening was I, I had to admit that some pieces were missing. Anybody ever lied about something they did? <laughs> Anybody ever lied? See, I only got one person in the house that's willing to admit. I got two. I got three, four. And so I, I lied to Miss Claudia, and I said, Miss Claudia, they missing some parts in this thing. <laughs> <laughs> So she said, okay. <laughs> she did say, okay. Yeah, I, see, I was lying. So, so I didn't get promoted in that area. And so we took it back to Walmark. And, and, and the thing couldn't even fit back in the box because I couldn't get it back in. I'm just telling you. So she got another desk. Can I share a secret? They didn't get me to put it together. <laughs> They tell me that Claudia knew I was lying. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Cheryl, you remember that, don't you? Yeah, yeah. So for Christmas Day, Cheryl didn't get a desk. <laughs> Seek shortcuts and take matters into our own hands. I don't want to read that stuff. Now, now, let me ask you, do ladies, do y'all read instructions? Y'all do? All the time. 
Huh? Y'all glance at it? Okay. Okay. I got one here. Yes, ma'am. If it's something I have to build, like oh, somebody, a desk, if, okay. you know, you got to put parts and pieces okay. together and it's okay. got screws, okay. Uh-huh. Okay. I definitely got to okay. read the instructions. Okay. But okay. if it's like something electronic, uh-huh. you just take it out the box and, you know, you might have to charge it and just go for it. Okay. Now, now is it just me or she had to make sure she threw something in about the desk, about reading the, the instructions for the desk? <laughs> did, did, did she try to throw some, sh- what you call it, shade? Did she try to throw some shade on I'm going to ask this side. Did she throw some shade? Raise your hand, you think she do some shade. Okay, and you know she do some shade. You can raise your hand. Okay. I, no, no, I don't want to hear nothing else from you. Okay, okay, I'm going to move on. I'm going to move on. Okay, so see, I'm going to be impatient. Seeking a shortcut. That's what I'm going to do. All right. Then let's see what else hinders our God, God promotion. Pride, self-reliant, and lack of dependency on God. I don't need God. People be thinking that. I don't need God. What do I need him for? He up there, I'm right here. No, I thought he was in here. But, but pride, what, what does your Bible say? Pride before fall. And if you read another translation, it says before destruction. See, destruction means you're not getting up easy from this one, if at all. But pride, you know, it's like I've been known by this. You can count on me. I'm the one. But where God at in there? You ever ask him what he wants? Humility <laughs> is essential for God's blessings and promotions. That means we will listen to what's being said. We will listen to what he wants to say and make adjustments to it. We will ask him before we ask others. We will seek his face and listen to him. And guess what? Somebody might know, this is what I'm saying, somebody might know more than you know, but that might be your feel. You understand what I'm saying? That might be your feel, but somebody might know, well, you ever tried this? I just remember a couple weeks ago, no, a few months ago, when, when Curly uh, came over the video ministry. And she started on, on uh, YouTube. Was it YouTube that you would always suggest I go to? That's her. See, I didn't say TikTok. It's YouTube. And she would say, you know, I was working underneath the, uh, the, the sink. What, what is that thing that's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was working on the thing, man. You know, you pull out your whole kit. You know, <laughs> you try to impress with your whole kit, you know, when you. Pull out my whole kit. Curly said, well, why don't you check on YouTube? So I looked at the model number. But, but see, I'm one like this. Say one like this. I'll come back and say, thank you, honey. I'm not one to stick the chest out and act like, you know, you fixed it and you did it on your own. So I say, sweetie, thank you. So next time something went on, what she say? Why don't you check YouTube? <laughs> that thing work, man. So when you're humble enough, you can listen to instruction. Oh, When you're humble, you can listen to advice. And when things not going well, what you got to lose? Except an adjustment. Oh, wait, wait a minute, my secret word. Tweak. Just tweak it. See, when you tweak it, that means you got a whole lot to do. You just got to tweak it. But, but if you're not, if you're full of pride, you can't even tweak. Sound like a dad. <laughs> unforgiveness. How, how many know what unforgiveness is like? How many in unforgiveness now? See, I, I, I appreciate your honor. Just kept my hand up. Everybody else did like this. But it's grudges. You know, you just hold grudges. You're just mad. You're just angry. But you want to get promoted. But God can't go through this. He wants us to grow in an area that he's going to promote us to. Because you can't get, if you can't deal with one person that you don't like what they said or what they did, how are you supposed to deal with a company? 
What if, what if that promotion is you being in charge of people that are ugly? You can't deal with one. You can't forgive one, but you want him to give you a promotion. Am I talking to anybody? Okay. Anybody in unforgiveness? Okay, I just still got, still got the one, all the whole, whole seven. Two, thank you. Appreciate it. One brother just, just hugged this lady so that she, she would let it go. I'm messing with y'all. <laughs> Look, he petting her arm. He rubbing her, too. He, he rubbing her like, honey, don't say nothing. Don't raise your hand. Don't raise your hand. <laughs> and this is called church, too, by the way. <laughs> Now, let's look at the, world, the world's version of. I gave you the spiritual version. Let's look at the world's version of what hinders promotion. Like a skill. You don't know. Okay, I got one in the back. Another thing I think um, that hinders our promotion is our mouth. Oh, what do you mean? So, like, let's say God says, oh, you're going to be a CEO one day. Okay. What if you say, oh, I'm not qualified. Woe is me. Oh, I don't know how to be a leader. Then you ain't going to be a leader. There it is. And, and people get mad when you, you, you say, you, have you ever thought about seeing it another way? They get mad about that because they want to see it that way. But, but what if it means that you, you got to go back to school? What if it means you got to take a class? What if it means you got to get more education in that area? But you got the skills. You got, and when I say the skills, meaning that maybe you know how to talk to people. Maybe you, you have great ideas, but you need more education in a specific area. But who are you to tell me I need to go back to school? Won't you go back? But they the person in charge of whether you get the job or not. So, so you're going to go to God and you're going to tell them, hey, hey, they overlooked me. And he might say, well, what did they tell you you needed to do? Office politics. Now, that's real. Now, now what I'm getting ready to go, what I'm going over about the world's hindrances to promotion God's name is still above every name. So I'm not saying these things can't change, but are we doing what we're supposed to do? Office politics, workplace politics, favoritism, unhealthy competition. Y- y'all ever hear somebody sabotage y'all's things that y'all were responsible for doing? Raise your hand if that's you. Okay. I ain't, I'm not going to call on you. Yeah. <laughs> but, but serious, you know, people, you, you know people that sabotage your stuff? They make sure a part is missing or they make sure a piece of information is missing before you go up to make your presentation. What are you going to do with that? Do you double check things? Can you be counted on? Or only, you only do what you're supposed to do. You don't add anything more to that. Resistance to change, unwilling to adapt to new tech technology. I'm not going to use that phone. I like my flip phone. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Your leadership styles are different. You believe in hollering and other people believe in talking. Can we get her done? But I'm, I'm just telling you, I gave you spiritual things. I'm giving you natural things because sometimes they intertwine. I mean, God wants us to know what we need to know. So technology can do that. Lack of networking. You don't even speak to people. You don't speak to the people in your job. You don't say good morning to nobody. And then when it comes time to be promoted, they're not going to think about you. Who they going to think about? The friendly ones. 
But you keep saying, God, I've been praying and believing for this job, and I still haven't got it. What's wrong? What if you say networking? I know somebody that knows somebody. I got a counseling contract just based off the fact of networking. Person says, I, I did counseling with them years ago. I don't even remember the person. And she said, I tell you what, with the contract, the, with the people I interact with, you are the guy. So I can be sitting in my office. I can be sitting at home. I can be watching TV. I, I mean, y'all Christians do watch TV, don't you? Yes. And money is coming in. Because my daughter, that, that daughter I got, uh, she asked me raise hand. She said, Daddy. You need to charge people when they reserve you, not when they come to you. So whether you come or not, guess what happened? Ching, 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 ching. But that was done through networking. The workshop that I did yesterday, networking. I counseled a woman that she came up to me yesterday and she said, you know, you know how you, you look when you don't know who you're talking to? And then let's be honest, how, how y'all look? <laughs> I would try to touch the shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> well, she said, I talk. And then she said, you don't even remember me, do you? I said, you're right. I don't. I don't. Because, <laughs> look, I was in church. What am I supposed to do? Lie at church? I said, I, I don't. She said, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah. I'm such, 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 such. I, I said, we're glad to be reacquainted with you. <laughs> Networking. Guys, try it. Is that okay to say try something? Nicole knows just about everybody in Richmond. She's network all the time. I ain't lying on you, Nicole. I ain't lying on you. But she's been promoted a lot. Am I lying on you with that? I, I, I mean, that's the world system. Is it okay for us to use the world system? Because we're supposed to master the system because we are the masters. Workplace discrimination. Facts such as race. Gender, age. But where the rest places in this is, I work as a to the Lord and not unto man. So I'm not going to give you less because you're discriminative. But I am going to go to my father about it. I got one right here. Jazz? Oh, go ahead. Oh, um, when I think about the lack of networking, I think of that phrase, out of sight, out of mind. Ooh, okay. So um, I was real cautious when I was able to start working from home. So when I'm in the office, I be walking by everybody in the office, like, act like I'm working. Like, you yeah, know, no. you're going to see me working. So <laughs> gotcha. I'm not okay. out of sight, out of mind. Okay. You're going to remember me when it's time for promotion. So. Amen. Amen. I, I did it for the first time. Uh, we, we had an uh, after hours with Pastor P. I invited my clients. Because I told myself, I said, tell you what I'm going to do different this year. I'm going to get involved with my growth. You all know what I mean? Get involved with my growth. What, what you got to do to get involved with your growth? Raise your hand. Talk, talk to me. What you got to do? So if you know you're good, then other people need to know you're good. If you're awesome, then other people need to know you're awesome. So I, I, I text the people. I did a logo with it and everything. Text them with it. Hey, come on out. i tell you it's going to be wild. Those people that came, was it wild? Man, it was rated X, 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 and X. <laughs> and, and the wild part of it was they, they didn't know it was going to be like that. They thought it was going to be all conservative. <laughs> it wasn't nowhere near that, was it? But everybody got cool, though. Everybody was cool. You know, in the first about, what do you say, 20 minutes or 15 minutes where people try to be conservative? 
two, oh, first two minutes didn't take long. Boy, I'm telling you. Go, go ahead. Some, somebody was mentioning a sexual position within two minutes of the yeah, thing. Yes, we we yeah, all yeah, clutched yeah. our pearls. And we were like, yeah. <gasps> <laughs> and I'm talking about sexual positions. They're talking doggy style, eating, chewing, licking. <laughs> this church. Uh, uh, Top, make sure nobody just get up and walk out. I mean, I mean, we're best to know about ch church and sex than in church. So, some of y'all turn red. Y'all black and turn red. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm gonna let y'all breathe for a little bit. Let, faith, yeah, I know faith straight. But let y'all breathe for a little while. Pastor. Yes, ma'am. You could ask any question that you wanted. Uh huh. And the first question went maybe 15 to 20 minutes long. Yeah, yeah. Because I went there. I went there. And then I looked at my wife, and, and she, she just showed me the box. It was about how, how many questions? I mean, a lot, like 60 or something. Okay, about 60 questions. And, and I went, what, 30 minutes on one. So I had to make the adjustment. I, I gave them a little extra half an hour. So we're going to have, have to have part two, three, four, and five, six. All right, so let's, let's look at that. Now, I gave you the spiritual hindrances, and I gave you the natural hindrances. But look what 1 Peter 5, 7 says. So be content with who you are, and don't put on airs. What, 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 what are airs, guys? Being different, okay. Being fake, okay. And then, let me keep going. God's strong, hand, God's strong hand is on you. Did it say his weak hand? He said his strong hand is on you. So can he move anything that's in the way? He'll promote you at the right time. Now, how can we help? By making sure we're doing what is, what is needed. What is, start responding as if you already have the position. Start responding as if you already have the position. So if I'm going to be an engineer, do I need to be studying engineer things? Yes. You got it, Mike? Yes, ma'am. Is contentment a process or is it like a... Say the beginning part is again. Is contentment like a process, or do you kind of get to contentment, and you just need to figure out how to stay in? Okay, it? Help okay, me. okay, 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 okay. <laughs> God asks us to do things we don't want to do, because what we want to do is we want to the thing that we thought. I mean, I mean, Christmas is a good example. You, you pumped up for Christmas, you know you got big gifts coming, but after you open your gifts, eat the dinner, and you got people over your house, you want them to leave. And it's still there. <laughs> and it's like, it, it, you no longer have contentment. But that was the day you were waiting for. So contentment is a choice. I'm excited about what I receive. I'm glad about what I receive. So let me stay and rest in what has been accomplished. But we want to move to the next thing. How can we stay where we are and enjoy that? But it's a choice. Remember, now, now which, which apostle was in prison? Paul? And, and he was the one that said that I've learned to be content. Now, let's think for a second. Now, he's way underneath the ground. You know, because when, when, when you were put in prison and you were a Christian, you were put down under with the murderers. And where did it, where was the bathroom? Did, did they have pipes that you could flush? So you're down in an ugly area, real ugly. You didn't see sunlight. 
He had the nerve to say he was found out that I am content with where I am and what I have. See, we would have went down there and got him to beat him up just because how could he say such a thing? I'm serious. But, but Nicole, it is a choice. Um, but, but you got to say it out loud. So you got to say it out loud, Father, I just thank you that I'm in a, this resting place. I'm content with what you have given me, what you've blessed me with. And I'm going to rest. I'm choosing to rest. Change that word to I get to. At that marriage seminar yesterday, I, I, I threw it on. I said, stand up, stand up. And I say in your right hand, well, what was the word? Do you remember it was to, oh, yeah, and have to. Yeah, they were talking about, you know, I, I just don't have time to read the word. I'm always having to read the word. I need, no, they say, I need to read the word more. I, I need to pray more. I need, I say, can I share something with you? I say, we always resist what we have to do. But we will change if we get to. So I just don't put, if you're right hand, put it in your right hand. If you're left hand, put it in your left hand. And I just say, Put in your, whatever hand you, if you're right-handed, put in your right hand, I get to read the word. I get to pray. I get to worship God. And in your left hand, I want you to put, I have to pray. I have to worship God. And tell me which one is, which one is heavier. The one that they said, I have to, was the heaviest. And that's when I shared. I said, well, hold on a second. I just gave you a word. And you mean to tell me a word can have weight to it? Now, you're going to say when I have to read the word, that same weight that you placed in your hand is the same word that you're going to use to read his word. But when you get to, I mean, how, how many of us get to go on vacation? Did y'all complain about going on vacation? Because you get to. So they, they made the adjustment. So we get to be content. We get to. Don't have to. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. Okay, Michelle? Hey, um, okay, so. Okay, I, here it comes. Okay. I got to go to a conference. Uh-huh, okay. And y'all know I don't usually have no trouble talking. Uh-oh. Uh <laughs> I can speak words. Okay. Pretty easily. How come when, I, when it came to talking, every once in a while I would lose words, mm -hmm. and I'd have to go silent for a second okay. to find the word to come back to it? wasn't trying to put on airs mm -hmm. or nothing, but mm -hmm. I didn't want to sound completely stupid. Okay. Because I was with Learn It. It's a library. They, these people have higher degrees to do what they do. Okay. But I know what I'm doing, mm -hmm. so why was I having trouble talking? Okay. Uh, we're, we're, we're gentle. Yes, gentle. Carly and I have been talking about that. And we was excited about it because Michelle moved into a new arena. And so when we move into a new area, we get funny. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Because you're still trying to figure out, how did I get chosen? Because you didn't sign up for it. It signed up for you. So when God wants to promote, he places us in positions where, y'all ready for it? We got to depend on him. So Michelle went up there thinking that I got to talk because I got to show them how smart I am. So you out of your element. But he wanted you to focus on the fact that you're there. And then he got another plan for you. And then he got another plan for you. And each time you step, each time you walk in this plan, you're going to talk easier and easier. Because when, if we look back at why Michelle is talking, it's because Michelle is trying to prove. He wants you to rest in who you are. Because I'm promoting you. Everybody got, was that, that, that kind enough? 
Okay, 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 okay. It, it did. I mean, we we were totally excited about that. The girl and I like, yeah, she's going to the next level, yeah. But then when when we pick up, we cool with it. Hey, Zell, how did it go? <laughs> Right, somebody got a hand? I did. Yes, ma'am. Um, I was talking to a friend of mine who I hadn't talked to in a few months, and she said she was as happy as, as she's been in her life. Okay. And I said, so what made the difference? What, what was the change? And she said she became content with where she was okay. and what she was doing as opposed to what she didn't have. Okay, awesome. Okay. All right. Awesome, awesome. Yes, sir. Right. So I have a question. What is the difference between contentment and stagnation? Contentment and stagnation. Contentment is you're satisfied with where you are because you're going further. Stagnation is, is I'm frustrated with where I'm at, but I'm not willing to do anything to go past it. It's a big difference. I mean, I don't like not having enough money, but I'm not going to get another job. Contentment says what I'm going to do is I'm going to budget myself. I'm going to get on a spending, spending plan. I will make necessary adjustments. I will carve out certain things, have certain things closed down. You know, like when you, you get rid of, well, I'm not going to have this much cable or so forth. You're content enough that you know that I'm doing something, but I'm willing to go through the process as I go to the next level. But stagnated, man, you, you don't even talk to them. So they don't even want to admit anything's wrong. All right. Anybody else? Yes, ma'am. Mike, coming your way. So, in listening to you um, talk about contentment, I've realized that um, I often confuse contentment with complacency. Okay. 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 And so, big difference. Yeah. So, would you say complacency and stagnation are like synonyms? And, and what is like the mean? same word? Like they right. mean the <laughs> same thing? Contentment and stagnation. Stagnation is different, though, because contentment is still thinking future, but it's satisfied with where it is for right now, but it's willing to grow. Stagnation is not thinking about growth. It is satisfied with where it is. So what about complacency? Where does complacency Complacency means... Contentment and stagnation. Okay, y'all help me out with that one. They they are the same? Okay. Okay. Got you. Got you. Okay. I would get her on the mic because they, they need to hear it. Say it again, Teresa. So, in my opinion, complacency and stagnation are in the same family. Gotcha. Because okay. when you're complacent, to me, you're not content. I don't I don't believe you're content okay. if you're compl- if you're complacent. Okay. All right. And complacency has an air of oh, it's fine. Okay. Stagnation sounds to me like it's a little bit more upset. Okay. Irritated. Okay. All right. Anybody else? Yes. Um, Pastor, can you, t- can you talk a little bit about the other side of that where, like, when in the, in the workplace setting where you have to compete? Um, or, sorry, okay. Yeah, um, you know, to compete for a position with other people who are just as qualified, and I realize they're just as qualified as I could be for that position. Okay. How do you rest in that? So every time you think about it, you got to replace the thought. Because you know you're qualified, just like they are. You, you have God's divine favor that you can activate. Y'all know what God's divine favor is, right? You, you just get picked on and you don't even know why you picked on. And I don't mean in a negative way. And, and man, I was thinking about such and such, and, and, and I, I think you could do this job. And so whenever you're stressed by something or something comes up and is not at peace, 
then you got to replace the thought. Father, I thank you in advance that you've already given me favor. I thank you in advance that I work for you and not unto man. I thank you that you are the God that I rest in and you've given me gifts, talents, and abilities that you know how to use on the inside of me. But every time you think about it, Wayne, you got to replace the thought because based off the question, you're having a thought as to I might not be enough. That's true. Yeah. Okay. So you want to replace the thought. God has given me talents and abilities that I'm growing into. God knows what's going on on the inside of me. But don't just allow that thought for, for whatever we think about is going to be more and more of the same. Remember how a thought works. You get one thought and another thought grabs it and another thought. So by the end of the day, if you don't replace the thought, you feel like you already lost the job. Some, I'm sure they're going to choose him. And I'm sure they're going to talk to him. I'm sure he's the one that got the job because I don't have it. That's yeah, good. but yeah. now and let me just tell y'all about replacing thoughts. You get tired of replacing thoughts, <laughs> but you're a lot. You will be a lot tireder if you don't replace it because you're starting to build that thought that you have that I'm not enough. Right. Now, now, the thing about the thought that's not replaced is that it has more momentum now because you haven't replaced it. So whatever word. So let, let's think about it this way. If. You think over a thousand thoughts per second, and, and the numbers are even higher than that. So we're looking at both of them started out the same place. I, I, I applied for the job, and the other one is, no, somebody else is better than me. Now, y'all see where my hands are. Now, every time I'm thinking that I can't, somebody else got the job, then where's the other hand? Or what are, where's the other word? Is it growing at all? Now, this is 9 to, let's say, 12. Oh, at 12, I'm eating lunch. I'll just add one thought to it. Y'all saw my hand move up just a little bit? Now, this got me by 9 to 12, and this one just got one thought. Okay? Now it's 1 o'clock. You can have what you say. But all I'm saying is this. Somebody else had a hand? Yeah, poor. I was just going to share with, with what Wayne was talking about, going back to your earlier point that just start responding as if you already have the position. Mm -hmm. um, so there was a time a uh, week before last that we had a big meeting at my job with all of the heads of uh, safety at Dominion Energy. Okay. And we were up in their building, this big building on the 19th floor, and it's pretty intimidating. Okay. And that was probably the biggest meeting I've ever been in in my professional career, and my boss was with me. Okay. So I was a little bit nervous, but I started saying all the stuff I always say. I am an asset. I am financially independent. As people think, see, or hear about me, they have an unyielding desire, you know, mm -hmm. on down the line. But then when we got in the meeting, my computer wouldn't hook up to okay. their mm -hmm. uh, PowerPoint, mm -hmm. and I was getting frazzled, and I just stopped. I took a deep breath, and I said, I, I belong in this room. <laughs> and that this is going this is going to go well. Okay. And it went off without a hitch after that. Awesome, awesome. So see, he replaced the thought. I mean, I was it, it, <laughs> I was in yesterday at the workshop. Now, most of the places where I've done workshops before, they have a PowerPoint, but the same way is like this, so they can see what I'm saying. And what it was was they didn't have it that way. They only had the one that was behind me. So they set up the podium and, and, and talking to my wife. 
So she said, well, get them to put it to the side. So they put it to the side, but the thing was way over here. So now I'm, I'm processing. I'm replacing the thought way. I said, now, I don't want to constantly look up here behind me and read. So what can I do? And this is what the Holy Spirit told me. He, he said, get them to read. So I started going through the audience and see it's freaking them out. It's like, what are they thinking to themselves? Nobody's ever done this before. I got to pay attention because he might have to call on me to read. <laughs> I dogged that thing, boy. I was like, yeah. So, so what does it say? And then what I would do is I would get beside him so I can see what they see. Okay? But they never noticed. But because I know I'm able to do what he's called me to do. He knew what was going to happen on the screen. But I needed to rest in the fact that he was going to tell me what I needed to do. And, and they were like, wow. And then after a while, people started looking like, are you going to call me? You going to call me? Got through it. Yes, ma'am. Going back to um, her, I don't know your name. Shara. Shara. You were asking about compl complacency and stagnation. Well, complacency is the feeling of satisfied with your own abilities or situations that you feel you do not need to try. So that would be stagnation because you're not trying to do anything. You're happy where you are. You're self-satisfied with where you are, but you're not willing to try something else. All right, got it? Okay, everybody good? All right, so, so we gotta stop. We got stop. We're gonna pick back up next time. All right, let's pray. So Father, in the name of Jesus, according to Revelations 3.8, you created an open door that no one can shut, and you shut doors that no man can open. We thank you for opening the doors of eternal life for us through the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you for shutting the door of death and opening the door of life to us. Thank you for opening the doors of healing and deliverance. We are grateful, Lord, for opening the doors of our understanding and giving us knowledge and wisdom. Thank you, Father, in advance for many supernatural doors you have commanded open for us this year and at this time. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. joining us. Please visit our website, ChosenRVA.com, and check in with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at ChosenRVA. We hope you'll join us again soon.